You're listening to another episode of What's Crap on WhatsApp, where the voice notes show that debunks the crap in your WhatsApp groups. I'm Paul McNally from Podcasting Company Volume. And I'm Kate Wilkinson from Africa Check, the continent's leading fact-checking organization. Let's get to the facts. This week, we're asking... Could WhatsApp group admins be held liable for false information shared in their own groups. Is wearing a mask dangerous for your health? Did South African police confiscate 200 food parcels that a church had donated to a community of white people? We have quite the lineup of messages to fact check today. So let's get started. Okay, Kate, what's first for today? Okay, so we were sent a WhatsApp message that urges WhatsApp group admins to post a disclaimer on the groups that they manage. The message says that this will protect them against legal action for any misinformation that is shared on the group. Well, if that's true, there are a few group admins I'd like to pass this on to. Sunil Govinder, who's a lawyer from online legal consultancy Poplaw, told us that a copied and pasted disclaimer like this is not a foolproof way to avoid potential liability. If group admins know that information that's been posted on their group is false, and then they do nothing to stop it or remove it, they may be held liable in addition to the person who actually posted the fake message. So what are the steps that need to be taken? I think Sanal had a few good tips. Yeah, let's take a listen. As the admin, some practical tips that you could follow would be to ask yourself what the consequences of the content shared on your WhatsApp group could be if it was shared publicly. You should also ensure the credibility of all the participants in the group. So you should ask yourself, are all of these people personally known to you as the group admin? You should educate the members of the group regularly on what content is allowed and the consequences of what would happen if they post content that wasn't allowed by the group. You should remove members who repeatedly post false or offensive content and provide written warnings to them before you do so. And you should regularly investigate if the content being shared by members of the group is coming from credible sources. So it turns out that putting up a disclaimer when I create a group is not good enough. Yeah, you actually need to take steps to make sure that people don't share crap on your group. So this is actually closer to the truth than I thought it would be. So it's kind of half crap? Yeah, I'd say half crap. What have we got next, Kate? So there's a Facebook post that warns about the dangers of face masks. And it says that they're only supposed to be used for a limited time. Okay, geez, that's worrying. What else does the post say? It says that face masks reduce oxygen in your blood, into your brain, and this causes weakness. And then it says very dramatically, it could lead to death. Okay, this has to be a ridiculous claim, though... My glasses do get mightily fogged up when I wear a mask, which isn't great when I'm driving. So should I be worried? No, Paul. And I'm not sure why you're wearing a mask when you're driving. You're meant to. (laughs) People tell me to. Are you by yourself in the car? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There is no evidence that a mask reduces oxygen in your blood. And an expert who spoke to fact-checking organization AFP said that for a mask to cause a low level of oxygen in your blood, it would literally have to have an airtight seal on your face. And anyone who's wearing a mask at the moment knows that doesn't happen. You want to avoid touching a mask when you're wearing it. So don't be tempted to remove it more often for a breath of fresh air just because of this message. If any listeners also wear masks in the car, let us know. I'd like to know. In fact, forget this message ever happened. Yeah, it's crap. 
So what's last on the debunking list? We are debunking a message that has been shared far and wide. And this message says that the South African police confiscated 200 food parcels that a church had donated to a community of white people near the suburb of Bonacord in Pretoria. Yeah, I saw this being shared too. The post had photos of children and two of them were very thin. Yeah, Paul, the photos are actually a good place to start because none of them were actually taken in South Africa. What? Okay, so where were they from? The one photo was taken in Syria in 2016, and then the other photos are from the US. One was actually from a child abuse case. So none of them show South African children. And the story? What do we know about that? Adriana Randell, who's a member of the Gauteng Provincial Legislature for the Democratic Alliance, said that the story was both incorrect and misleading. She was with the group who wanted to donate the food parcels. So in all of this fakery, we know that at least the food parcels existed. But the group was told by the cops that they needed a permit to donate them. But she also said that the police did not confiscate the food and the police didn't say that they were not allowed to give it to the white community. So this message is total crap. Yeah, total crap. If you shared this, please set the record straight. That's all we have time for today. Remember, What's Crap on WhatsApp is a show where you can be a winner. That's right. Today we are announcing our five gigabyte of data winner. And that is Timber Lichler. Well done. Now, Kate, how can other people win data? You can win five gigabytes of data by posting about the show on social media. Send us a screenshot and we'll add you to the lucky draw. T's and C's on our website. Or maybe, you know, send a picture of yourself driving with your mask in your car. No, if you want. no, that's not a good idea. Your friends and family can sign up for the show over WhatsApp. The number is 082-709-3527. Make sure to save us as a contact in your phone and send us a message. That number again is 082-709-3527. You can also find the show wherever you get your podcasts, from Apple to Spotify. Please leave us a rating if that's where you listen. And if you enjoyed the show today, send us back a score ranging from one for crap to five for great. Our theme song is composed by John Bartman. I'm Kate Wilkinson. And I'm Paul McNally. Bye. Bye.